0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and germs, welcome to The Sap, formerly known as the Sex Actually Podcast, super formally known as the You Up Podcast. What will it be called next? We don't know. Should we change it? We don't care. We're just ready to keep talking to you guys about dating, relationships, and sometimes love. Joining me as always, or I shouldn't say as always, but most of the time, is my fiance and also co-host of the podcast tasha marie courtney hello and i am dave neal from the great state of rhode island and providence plantations joined by tasha's northern kentucky pride formerly a confederate were you a confederate state
1: no neutral state
0: but you had a lot of confederate flags for a neutral state you weren't um, exactly canada (laughs) right
1: why are you shitting on kentucky you said the full name of rhode island Rhode Island and Providence plantations.
0: For those people that are just listening only, you're wondering what Tasha has in her mouth. It's a granola bar.
1: I was trying to bring in some ASMR vibes before... Go for it.
0: Start off with some really? ASMR vibes. Yeah, go for it. That's actually pretty good.
1: I could make a killing doing this. I've thought about my backup plan for um, the only way making w- money in the time of corona. If, Hooking. If, no. If we don't go back to work, feet photos, feet videos.
0: You should (laughs) do. You can make
1: a killing selling pictures of your feet on the internet. What if I did foot. Apparently one in five people has a foot fetish. What if I did
0: foot ASMR and it was just me picking off the dead calluses on my heels?
1: (laughs) It's disgusting, but I'm sure it's somebody's thing.
0: (laughs) Can you imagine I become rich just from just working on that (laughs) dead toenail of mine? Just click,
1: click, By the way, I found a toenail on the couch Uh, today and I know it was from you. Yeah, sorry about that. Gross.
0: Yeah. I put, it, I put it off to the side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I used to be way worse. Like, growing up, I used to, like, you know, put a snot underneath the couch or something. Gross. You know, I try my best not to do that anymore. But you know what I mean? Out of sight, out of mind. I had, I'd literally, this is going to be really gross. But, yeah, when I was a kid, I had, like, a snot ball. <laughs> That's so
1: disgusting. (laughs) It's
0: so gross, and you know I'm not kidding either.
1: That's no, I believe. Imagine if
0: you like had a had a spot that you could reach from your bed, like you know, that that like you'd you'd throw a snot onto. But like imagine you know after six months, that just kind of becomes some sort of like boulder wall for you know ants.
1: I saw a picture. I think rock climbing. It was someone who like works at one of those places like Carfax or whatever that actually buys used cars. And it was the side of the driver's seat, just this one area towards the back side of the driver's seat that was covered with like a giant, like four inch by six inch patch of boogers. That's disgusting.
0: Yeah, it is. and. I understand that it can happen. You know, we're doing great today, I think. I think we're having a good day. But for those loyal listeners, we are a full 48 hours late on the upload of this episode, which doesn't happen often in the six-year run of this podcast. Normally, it's rain, sleet, or snow like the Postal Service. I, too, am in uh, $8 billion in debt. (laughs) That was a quick one. The
1: Postal Service is perfectly solvent, just so we're all on the same page. What are you talking about? They're not in they debt. They need like an
0: $8 billion bailout.
1: Hey, no, this is what happened. You want to get real I know. about that well, post I watched the
0: John Oliver video too. I understand what, what happened. What
1: happened is they just arbitrarily made up that they needed to have their pension fully funded like 30 years in advance, which is Sending like- Sending
0: them billions into debt because they can't afford to pay it. And they also capped but, off the but price of the packages. they can't
1: afford to pay it. But if you force them to like have all this money in cash up front, then it makes it look like they're not solvent. They're perfectly solvent.
0: But what happened is they basically capped off the price that am that like companies like amazon have to pay for shipping so instead of so basically the like companies like amazon are getting a deal using the post service postal service yeah exactly anyway this isn't a partisan issue this is when it's really
1: the postal service that they have that what like last mile rule that none of the other people do so plenty of packages that should be Amazon, UPS, FedEx responsibility end up going to the Postal Service for that last mile, but because the, post- the Postal Service guarantees service to everyone, even if you live on a remote island. Did you know that takes a boat to get to? The
0: Postal Service will send like a mule down the Grand Canyon to deliver mail.
1: Yeah, because they they because they're not a, a private company and
0: they can do it. Yeah. Well, these are facts no one needed to know. <laughs>
1: Just saying, go buy some stamps, support the Post Office.
0: Yeah. Speaking of the Post Office. What a good transition. We just sent a box of soap out to, um, by the way, whenever we send a box of soap out, the person always looks at us like we got a bomb in that box because, well, it smells really good. It doesn't smell like a bomb. It smells really nice. But people are always wondering what it is because it's very fragrant. You know, it's just like, it's like a, it's like a box full of peppermint snow. The person asked you at the post office? They always, well, they always ask you if you got any firearms in there. I feel like they have to ask you that, you know, like anyone's going to say, yes, of course not. Um, but anyway, we've got our soap is on its way to Huntley down in Texas, one of our uh, newest Patreon members. So that's on the way. And then a couple other postcards to other new Patreon members that have joined. Of course, when you join the Patreon, you get a postcard. we will send it anywhere in the world. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's that. And, uh, we're doing okay. We just, you know, we were supposed to upload this podcast Sunday. Uh, we had a guest cancel on us about nine minutes before the podcast. We were, we, we were at a remote location, not to be mentioned, far from home and i brought the freaking podcast gear set it up in a very uh, tough environment i was also like i took a nap beforehand because i was feeling so tired i mean i was like i was out of my element and then they canceled and um, it's funny because i was just talking to jess Mulder, past podcast guest who was complaining about the same thing that she had she keeps on having guests cancel on her podcast and it's like we're doing skype interviews we're literally. You yeah, can, if
1: you can't drag yourself out of bed and make yourself available for a Skype interview, <laughs> I, I would say there's some problems.
0: But there. with that said, we are 48 hours late on our end so there's
1: who cares no one's listening right now anyway because everyone listens on their commute and people aren't commuting so well
0: there's a vote of confidence uh well no does that
1: know that has nothing to We're do with confidence that's just the logistics of it is that listenership is down because of the coronavirus right now that's okay that's not something we have to take personally that's perfectly normal when people go back to work then they're gonna have a backlog of episodes to listen to and listenership is gonna go way up you
0: know what's tough when you when you don't listen for x amount of time on the apple podcast app it'll just stop downloading and then it'll be like you still want to listen to this so people will choose now we're good you know what i mean it just happens there's podcasts i used to listen to that i stopped listening to because i had too many of my other podcasts to catch up on so while we might be somebody's favorite if we're somebody's, like, Thursday afternoon, like, like uh, imagine we're somebody's uh, casual fuck, right? Well, maybe they don't have enough time for casual fucking, so they're stuck fucking the other better fuck. So now we could have become the Why better fuck. Why do you fuck. have
1: this outlook on us?
0: I'm just saying, we're not everybody's... You should m-
1: think that, you should reframe your mind <laughs> to always... Um, default to the best case scenario honey
0: well i understand i'm just saying we're not everybody's main fuck
1: I Somebody disagree. L- Everyone who's listening right now, please tweet us.
0: Yeah, they're listening. <laughs> There's people that aren't listening because they didn't like the way we tickled their balls. I mean, look, it's just it's just the, it's just a fact of life that you're not going to be for everybody. So we appreciate those that have stuck around, but for those that you know primarily listen to us on their commute and you know they've been furloughed as it were, we get it, we understand. But you know, we look at the facts. Most podcasters I'm talking to, they're down 40 percent. I mean, it's a big hit. You know, we spend. We we spent our whole life trying to get to that number where we can start monetizing this shit. It's a big hit. I'm not trying to guilt anybody, but um, you know what I mean? We're so, we were somebody's slam piece, and now we're not. And it's not, you know, the, they got HPV proverbially, and they don't want to fuck around anymore. And that's what the COVID-19 is. And we found out today, you know, it, it, this is what's interesting, okay? This is, this is what's interesting, is that we are being provided by the universe, whether it's through some grand um, conspiracy or there's actually a huge virus going around, which we do believe the virus is serious and all that. I just, you know, we we wonder, uh, I think we all wonder if what we're doing is the right thing. Uh, I think it's safe to wonder that. I think it's healthy to wonder if we're doing the right yeah, thing. Yeah, but
1: they've said from the beginning that if we do what we're supposed to, if we follow protocols as designed, then we will avert crisis and then look back and feel like, We overreacted. And that's how it's supposed to be. It's much better than the opposite where you look back because we didn't act and wish that we did more.
0: Yeah. No, I totally get it. And I think, and of course, like, do we really think that governments want to get rid of all of this tax that they would be making. Like, you know, I don't... Lose money? No. It's it's one of those things where the conspiracy doesn't make much sense. But you do wonder, with it being a political year, how this will play out with this quote-unquote war, with this faceless enemy that we have. And uh, it's interesting, to say the very least. But the point of that is, you know, now they mentioned today, it might be three more months.
1: Ha ha, Uh, hallelujah. You need that button.
0: Do I have a... I don't have no, a hallelujah button. I can get so you a hallelujah button.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Let me get let me get a hallelujah sound in here. But uh, yeah, they say it could be three more months. Um, boy, it's really hard to talk and do this at the same time. We really need a producer here. Um, now that we have 30% less subscribers, it's <laughs> a perfect time to upgrade to a producer. Why the fuck? Of all times, this thing won't open.
1: Don't you have like a thumbprint?
0: I do, but I got like, uh, I think I wore out my thumbprint from all the sanding that we've been doing.
1: <laughs> you sanded off your thumbprint? I can't
0: fucking open my... My dang laptop right now—it's locked.
1: Why don't you just t- type honey? It? This
0: laptop has never not opened. In the second I want a hallelujah soundbite, my my fucking.
1: All right. Well, let's just fin- move on. F- Fingerprintless
0: finger. Yeah. So anyway, for those not listen, not <laughs> watching on the YouTube, we are what? What are you laughing at? Uh, we are. Yeah, I'm funny. Or uh, on the YouTube, you'll notice we've got a perfectly sanded kitchen table that has been sand. We've literally sanded it down. Probably a f- about a pounds worth of sand or sand or uh, dust sawdust is in the air and my finger literally I don't think I've got a fingerprint anymore. I've a li- perfect I'm, I'm time to kill you <laughs>
1: to <be laughs> in a dumpster. When dental records are gone. <laughs> what does that have to do with it?
0: Uh, made an association. I don't know. So we are in complete restoration mode. But this all ties together because three months off, we start to wonder what can we do because it's not three months off it's a sort of weird gift we've been given to recalibrate who we are what we're trying to do and how strong of a base we can create for when things open up moving forward I mean how pissed would we be if four months went by and we just watched Netflix non-stop I and mean, we've watched a lot of Netflix but
1: I enjoy Netflix but yeah it's a balance
0: I think we've done a, f- a really good I, I'm I just look my fingers. No, something's not, frozen, obviously. F- Why don't you I don't know I, I was relax. relying I was relying on on the contents of this let computer. It go,
1: let it Touch go. ID or enter password. See, it's frozen. So you oh. just need to like shut down your computer.
0: Great. So I'm gonna lose all my tabs that I had open. Anyway, um so we've got a lot of uh, thinking to do about what we can do to make everything in our lives a better thing i mean what we're reupholstering yeah. uh, shit i mean we're, th- we're like really it working is
1: so much uh, brain power is absorbed and just physical energy every day doing your mundane data day-to-day stuff going to work driving dealing with your crazy boss dealing with your coworkers, coming back cooking dinner dealing with the kids taking your dog out whatever it is uses up a lot of mental energy every day and when we remove all that from the equation we can kind of take a step back and start from scratch how do we want to improve ourselves we've got a clean slate start from zero when things get back to normal what do i want my normal to look like
0: clean slate no one's listening to the podcast you know start from scratch or was it a rhetorical question? Or are you asking me? No, it's not a rhetorical question. What 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 do you think? Like, if you could change, I mean, obviously, well, one of the bigger problems that we have, and a lot of people have you know known about this, is that we've literally survived again. Not to, not you know, people are in way worse scenarios, but we've kind of put herself in, in one of the most, uh, costly cities in the world, trying to start, uh, our own family of sorts. And it becomes tough, even with the market as dodgy as it is, that people are just buying homes in cash for triple the price that we can afford. And, and we're here in a, what is essentially a studio apartment trying to make this be our vehicle for creation. I mean, and it's, it's like, the simple things like having depth of field when you shoot a video. We don't have any well, of that. It doesn't exist. N-
1: mentally, room to expand, right? I mean, they say when you are trying to create abundance in your life using um, like law of attraction, you visualize expansion. You visualize abundance, right? And it's hard to do when you are literally stifled in your small small goldfish bowl.
0: And we can and we're both affected differently. Like for me, I think Bluetooth headphones and a sliding barn door is enough for me to escape you and get into my creative world. But like it's not great, you know, but we we literally have taken what would be a difficult like it it would it's like us communicating is was difficult before we moved in together, right? It was something that we've had to like really overcome, va- not va- not physically violent, but violent like topsy-turvy. Like one second we're fine washing a car and the next second we're in a fight. And then when you move into a 600 square foot apartment, even before the COVID issues, you expose more of those problems. Now, the thing is in hindsight, Getting out of an, getting out of this small apartment shouldn't solve our issues, but the fact that we've been able to manage them and thrive, l- really thrive under these conditions, means that we can. We're ready for like bigger and more. But we've we've whittled it down to a very small petri dish that we live in, and we've survived. We're still in it, and we're not just surviving. We're doing things to create the best scenario. We've, we're in a kitchen right now that's got you know. Uh, studio podcasting light fixtures, and when we you know spend five minutes switching it over, we can host a dinner here. You know, like we're 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 literally living in an RV of an apartment where we just have you know it's a Swiss Army yeah, knife.
1: Yeah, we're making it work for sure. Um, but I do think that it's a tough balance between your favorite philosophy, leap and the net will appear, and like playing it safe living within your means and not necessarily I feel like sometimes playing it safe is a bad connotation it has like a negative uh association playing it safe is responsible playing it safe especially in the middle of a pandemic is something that we should absolutely be prioritizing but also you know without i, I it's hard to explain for me. I just feel like at certain points in your life, you really start to crave change. Right. And I feel like I'm in one of those phases right now where I'm really craving change. And it took me a while to even put my finger on it, that that's what it was. That's what I wanted. But I feel like, um, the same, I feel similar to the same way I felt right before I moved to Los Angeles in that I felt like my life particularly professionally, had plateaued. I had ended a relationship in New York and I just wanted something different. I wanted something more. And sometimes you have to make a big drastic change to help facilitate your move into the next phase of your life. I, I feel that same thing now. And I had this conversation with you either, what, last night or the night before, two nights ago, about... um just like this time off has giving has given me a lot of perspective about what wasn't working for me. And sometimes when you're in the thick of things, you don't know, it's hard you don't you don't realize what it is that's not working for you. But the thought of going back to work for me oh, it provokes an anxiety attack. It like feels so horrible. And it's not that I don't like the kind of work that I do. I really really enjoy it. But it feels like, well, I, yeah, I don't feel creatively fulfilled. I don't feel like this is the kind of thing that I want to do forever and ever. I don't feel, um, necessarily well respected or valued. And more than anything, I just feel like it's time for the next phase. And it's hard to know exactly what the next phase is going to be, but Something's got to change. I feel like something's got to change in our apartment. I, You know, this place is, has been my home for a decade. I love it. We've really made it work. We've we improved know, it so much. We know we'll
0: miss it too.
1: And we know we'll miss it. It's a lovely spot. But... I do feel like it is time for us to enter the next phase of our life. And while, you know, you mentioned before we would love to buy a house, it's obviously hard to do in Los Angeles. We've been doing a lot of passive looking, but, um, you know, it's, it's hard to know what to do when your options are limited. Do we move into a bigger apartment? Well, that cuts into our ability to save.
0: But do the, we do we then create better content because we've that got that
1: increases our income? And look, we're Maybe. not
0: we're not in a limited place where we're like, well, if we only had that, we would do this. We're already doing crazy amount. I mean, we we, we create more per square foot than fucking Steven Spielberg does. I mean, think about it. Like we are create. Like I always. Respecting my friends who can make a feature film with with a zero budget because it's like, yeah, it's easy to make a it's easy to make Transformers when you got you know six hundred million dollars in marketing. But my buddy Kevin shoots a film, you know, pulling pulling favors out of his asshole because that's all you can do to make it work. Yeah, so this is
1: not making excuses. This is not dwelling on our limitations. This is about creative thinking, mm-hmm. right? This is about well, just really examining our options and examining our ideas. Uh, but yeah, I, I know that personally having this time off has allowed me some breathing space to really take a look at what it is that hasn't been working for me. Because sometimes when just one little thing is off and this, we said this the other night, it's like a chiropractor just has to like adjust one thing. And then like you're, all all over body pain feels better because just one thing was off. You know, if your hip is just slightly off or your back's just slightly off, it makes your hip off. It makes your knee hurt. It makes your ankle hurt.
0: You're at the center of a plateau. You know, you're at the plateau, you know, you know, you're there, but you don't know the next step to go up. And yeah. that's the question. Now, for me, not to make this about me, but a good codependent will. Uh, for me, when you say you you don't know what you want to do with your life and you want change, I take it as you don't think I'm ca- holding my weight. And again, I'm not. I'm not saying this for you to, to like respond, but like I'm 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 taking batting practice with a corked bat, swinging out of my ass, trying to hit a home run on every swing. I'm, and again, I don't mean that in a way where I'm being reckless, but everything I'm doing right now is, is the pure investment in, in not renting my time, creating, you know, a sustainable life where I can work as a filmmaker or podcaster or YouTuber, or, you know, build an audience for stand-up. Everything revolves around that same thing. And our, our actual like break even, like our nut, so to speak, is so low to start that even a, modicum of success or a modicum of heat in the industry will open the floodgates for us, I believe, to make some big moves. It's just like, you know, how long do you show up for, like, by making YouTube videos, by doing the podcast, by doing all these creative things, how long do you do it before it pays off, and are you willing to, and I'm not asking you personally, but I'm saying in general, are you willing to ride out the storm? Now, being in the pandemic that we're in, it exposes a lot of things because we're kind of given this time to think about it. But I truly believe, and we've re- we've read about this in ma- many different books. I think um, that that uh, what's what's the one that I'm reading right that I've I've had out there forever. The book that was written about um, succeeding, the um, how to be rich. It's it's really not about the quote unquote being rich. But you know what book I'm talking about? It's, can floor. you get it? Can you is, get it real quick? It, was it the one that's on the that's floor? the one. It fell off the bookshelf. We've been uh, renovating. It's on, literally under a table. Go get it, because that's what I'm talking about. And I, I right when you t- the book bu- the whole all the principles that it talks about Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. Right? All the principles that it talks about. Every single person who's got success, every single person, the main like trait they all p- possess is the tenacity to not quit and I'm not saying you're quitting or I'm quitting because sometimes the best decision is you make a left turn or a right turn. But the idea that we've been saying is like, success might not be made overnight. But like what like we talked about today, if if we need to start writing a travel, if you need to start writing a travel blog, we do it together, in order to build SEO so that uh, people can find your shit because that's the game you have to play. Then we got to start playing that game. We got to start playing all the games that successful people are playing in order to get to that lifestyle. While we have this stay-at-home order, because there's nothing stopping us from. It's, it feels like multi goal syndromes, but we look at it right there. We've got, we, we, we wrote it down our Venn diagram, what I want, what you want and what we want in the middle. And I feel like every relationship should have this sort of Venn diagram feed yourself. Feed your partner. Tasha needs to be fed. Let me, she's eating right now, guys. You got to feed them constantly. Throw almonds at them. Even if they're not hungry, just throw them at them. One of these days, they'll get hungry. They'll open their mouth. They'll, they'll be happy. Get them some of those seaweed papers from Trader Joe's. Anyway, so we need to consistently feed each other and be of service to each other. And that's kind of how we'll it grow with each other. So it's great that you're having these questions. I look at it as more of a, I'm happy you're questioning yourself type of way because I've been questioning myself on every step of the way. I got I, I, got a million preconceived notions thrown at me from myself, from the industry, from family about what works, what doesn't work. And then we'll get these random gifts from like a stranger who will, like both physical gifts and also emotional gifts where people will say, you're on the right path, keep moving forward. And those are like our little guardian angels saying, you're worthwhile, you have enough, share it. And that's really hard to hold on to on a day-to-day. We can talk all day long about the things we need to do to get success, but then tomorrow's a new day and the coffee wears off and where are you? And it's just a long race that we have to be okay knowing this is a beautiful time that we have what could be several more months before we even begin to go out into the physical world and do shit again. You know? So how do we how do we formulate a game plan, even if even if we don't know where it, where it's heading to. You know what I mean? Because that seems yeah. to be what it is. Is Well, and
1: that's another thing that we have touched on before, but I think it's so important to reiterate specifically for you. Uh, for me, I find that my dreams and passions are limited. And limited maybe isn't the right word, but... They're few and far between because I feel that I'm the type of person that could be happy doing pretty much anything. I'm I'm pretty easygoing. I have a assert I have a small number of things that really excite me. I think you also have a lot of things that you could do and you would be happy, but you are more in tune with specific goals that you have and specific dreams that you have and so because you have a lot of them and I have sort of few of them I feel like when that I'm that I'm easily suggestible does that make sense I well okay in the perfection detox she talks a lot about Petra talks about releasing expectations right and I think when you have like a laser vision on something that you want, you get, you get blinders on and you get tied into like, this is the end goal. This is the path to get there. And because you have those blinders on you're, you don't see other options. Me, I think I have an ability to see other options just because I'm kind of easygoing, but for you, I feel it, I feel it's harder for you. I feel it's harder for you to sort of release your expectations, release control over your path to success, and to be open to other options, to be suggestible, to follow the breadcrumbs.
0: Okay, so what breadcrumbs aren't I following?
1: I don't know. I mean, we, we sort of got into it the other night because I expressed to you that I feel like I... Am happy to help you with doing whatever you you want to do whatever you're like you know video of the day or whatever it is you're working on Um, but I don't feel like my wants and the things that I find exciting get a whole lot of your mental energy and I know that I could really use your help I could really use your input. There are some things that are just not in my wheelhouse. So when I get an idea and I want to bounce it off of you and I feel like you don't really take it seriously um, or you kind of shut it down or you immediately twist and turn it into your own spin, which is something that's like not what I'm envisioning at all, I take it really personally.
0: Yeah. Well, there is trouble with collaborating in that way. With not knowing someone else's vision or what the expectation is. There's been plenty of times where, you know, we've, I've, I've helped you with editing something, but then you don't, it's not what you wanted. And I feel like I've spent all this time on you and you don't appreciate it. Like Yeah.
1: But you know what? And refinishing our furniture has highlighted this. If you don't know, you don't ask.
0: Well, yeah, but sometimes, but I also that's, did...
1: No, that's generally your idea. A, but I did but a good it was, time too. It happened with a stain, right? You didn't know how to do it. You didn't ask. You just did it. What was the other thing? Like one day before that?
0: Well, no, I did a sanding. good job. No, no, no. First of all, you. The I think I think you went... you. first
1: section of sanding on the base of our table, you went against the grain. You did it in a coarser sandpaper than I requested. Instead of just asking, hey, why did you say you want this lower grade sandpaper? You know, instead of just asking. And then with the thing, I said, you know, you had seen me doing it the way I'd been doing it, just a light wash, immediately wipe it away. And he didn't do that. And he didn't ask about it. Yeah, but I was also, just okay, go y- for y- it. this
0: involves a ton of context. No, I'm just on saying, you, so I'll, no, I'll, but if you not don't this.
1: have <laughs> a solid interpretation of how I'm envisioning a video styled don't you think it would be simpler to just ask instead of spend 20 hours doing it your way sure. and then being Look, disappointed when- you're, it's, a good, it's a
0: communications issue, of course. So you're you're right in that we both need to be aware that the other person is not going to receive what we want to do without like, you know, like even as, as much as I know you, I can, I can be like, oh, Sasha's not going to go for that. But there's plenty of times when like, I'll go through all of my best intentions to help you make something and you hate it. No, I've learned a little bit about what your style is, but like, I got a good style too with, with things that I create. It's just, we're different and that's okay. And we can play to each other's strengths. So we need to be open, but, but look, if if you want to create something and I even float an idea by you that you, you have a hard time too. So we both have, I'm not trying to turn it around. I'm saying we both are, I mean, look, we're Taurus, by the way, um, this is, it was your birthday, so I wanted to play something, but I can't open up my computer again. Go um, oh, fuck me. Hold on. Fuck this shit. My th- I really, I'm not kidding when I say my thumbnail doesn't work, but it's Tasha's birthday. So I, uh, I had an 80s version of a birthday that's non-licensed that we can play for you. But yeah, look, we, 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 we're growing as humans and as our soul, but we're still going to be stubborn cunts to each other. If you could only see her dancing. Go to the YouTube, folks. This is what I have to deal with. Uh, Tasha's... (laughs) Who taught her how to dance? Get Tasha's dad on the line. What did you do? (laughs) It's five minutes long. Should we play the whole thing? (laughs) Look, so so look. Yeah, we're both tors... Like, it's... Yeah, we butt heads. But look, you you, you you in your whole explanation of it all, you made it seem like you know how to sand and I don't. Like, we have different things. We're just like, you know what I mean? We're different. But I didn't get to where I am, paint these beautiful walls, I make this logo over Babe, here, literally, uh, architect this thing.
1: Listen, I'm not trying to downplay your walls, but
0: if <laughs> but. you can find <laughs> a way
1: to do something half-assed, you will. Why? You will. That's just part of your personality. You do not care about attention to detail at all. So when I say do it my way because I'm the detail person, just well, do it I mean, my it's way. It's like
0: I'm putting lipstick on a pig in this apartment sometimes. Don't I mean,
1: make an excuse. I'm just saying like. Don't, no. I'm not uh, trying to paint behind the have fridge. an excuse. There's a fucking
0: fridge and I got to paint behind it. You we always get-
1: have an excuse for why you can't do it. 100%. But there
0: are things that I spend good time on where I understand the value yeah, of Yeah,
1: only your things. Well, that's like not the true. podcast. Well, four that's hours getting a perfect intro pod- edit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying when it comes to my things or things that are important to me, babe,
0: well, here's what I see that's important to you. We've talked about this several times. We got to get your blog up, even if it's just a portfolio for you to show other people. You, we, we keep reinventing the wheel when you pitch, you know, because ta- guys, Tasha's like, does a really good job. I mean, you got us a, a freaking random island in Thailand to stay at. Like, what the fuck? Like you do a great job. So we need to, we need to have that home base for you. And I'm okay. I'll ghost the whole thing. I could bang that out with an espresso. No problem whatsoever. Like we Said it doesn't even matter. I mean, if you read some of my YouTube descriptions, it doesn't matter if it's good grammar. It matters about getting the right words in the description and all yeah, that. Yeah, but jazz. I
1: don't. Here you are already making it half-assed before I'm not, when no, no, it's no, no. just a I'm concept. I'm saying
0: I'm I'm a good writer, so I can bang that out. If you want to be the one who's filtering the photos and doing all that jazz, and then it's a collaboration. I, all right. I, so I want to help you. All right. But it, it it sometimes it feels to me that you want help in ways that I just can't give you. And it doesn't mean I can't try and I need to make sure that I don't say, babe, I don't know how to do that. But like when I say like, I'm going to learn how to edit, I said that over Christmas break, right? I'm paying 30 bucks a month for this stupid software. I might as well learn how to use it, right? I've done it. Yeah, but
1: you're paying 30 bucks a month for this stupid software. And I've tried to get you to get some LUTs, which is basically like filters for video to make my videos look better. And... refuse to do it not once but two times. Well,
0: when whenever there's a pandemic happening and influencers are trying to sell us shit, I am very skeptical of it because we have friends. Who
1: cares, Dave? Who cares?
0: I just don't think it's a it's a deal.
1: Who cares if it's not a deal? If it's something you're going to use every day, you're perfectly fine spending a ridiculous amount of money on a roadcaster in the middle of a pandemic.
0: Thank you to our Patreon members, Patreon.com. But you're not
1: cool with spending a little bit of money and it's not even about the money because i told you i'm buying it but i need you to install it under your software that you already spend 30 dollars a month on all
0: right here's the deal look we were going this is see this is an aside people don't know what we're talking about we were gonna buy the thing we agreed on it and then it and then like i don't know it just didn't happen no we I at- told
1: you today is the last day I need you to buy this right today's now. the last day no the last day was when I told you it was the last day
0: you think they're going to stop f- receiving people's money if we want to buy it
1: no but the sales over
0: well I'm sure it's going to be the same price when they do the sale next week we'll do it
1: they'll, they'll do the sale in three months because that's the last time they did this, well, sale. How about this? and Let's I told you to buy it let- and you ignored it for 10 days while it was on sale or 12 days or 14 days whatever it was here we are again as soon as they announced the sale I started sending you it every day. I started tagging you in the posts about the sale. And then on the last day of the sale, I told you today is the last day of the sale. Buy it. And you didn't.
0: Honey. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Well, I don't have anything else to say other than let's talk about it. Let's let's try to get it. And let's learn how to do Lightroom together. Like, this is just shit that I'm not, you know what I mean? It's like, th- this is stuff that I'm not quite, I don't quite speak the language of the things that you wanted to buy. So I'm not an expert on it. I don't. I don't claim to be. I'm a comedian who.
1: Yeah, but what I'm saying is who
0: has to learn every. You're
1: committed to learning when it's your things, and you're not committed to learning when it's mine. No, I want
0: to learn your things. I've obviously learned and made and edited your videos and d- and do these things. You know, I've like don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, half of our vacations, you don't even know I'm on the vacation because I got to operate the drone. I'm the drone guy. I'm. I'm not in the thing. I'll crash the drone if I get in. You know what I mean? Like it's it's um. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. But this is, we're, we're here to talk about as a case study the points behind it all that that we have to meet each other with our grievances in a way that we present them sort of like in the court of law. Like I'm glad you're presenting your grievances. But you also have to know that I I try very hard to help you out with everything you're doing. And we need to just, whenever we have moments or days or even weeks where we're not on the same page, we have to sort of put aside the emotional reptilian feeling about it and go, okay, what can we do to fix this? What can I do to help you out in the best way possible? Just like for you, like what can you do to help me out in the best way possible? How can we support each other? And that's the important thing about a relationship is supporting each other. So I know if I had to invoice all the all the time and effort, I've put, Tasha, will you please just... Where you're looking at bugs in the ground. No,
1: I'm not looking at bugs. I'm looking at a dent in our freshly sanded table, probably from this mic stand. But it's nobody could stand. see that. You were talking along just fine. So because why don't you finish you your you thought? the
0: shit out of me when I can't understand. Look, we go on rants. It sounds like we were trying to slit each other's throats. Maybe we are. Who knows? I don't Dave have fingerprints. not have any fingerprints. Hey, hey, you know. But the point is, okay... I hit the wrong thing. The point is, is that we have to. And I heard this on a on a Tik. I, I was watching TikTok. There's a guy. He's a minister with his wife. They they truly look like they unconditionally love each other. Who knows? Maybe he's banging dudes at a truck stop somewhere, right? We project. Who knows? But they they said they said that the way to their happy relationship is to be 100% of service to the other. I'm willing to be of 100% service to you. I just can't always, A, read your mind, or B, follow through. I can't always follow through. We ask a lot of each other. You, like, trust me, you are a full-time job. If if I could bill you for the amount of hours you make me, like, I, that's, it's a full-time job, okay? It is.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> okay,
0: that's the episode, everybody. No, we gotta get out of here. <laughs>
1: but let's be real. All relationships are a full-time job. Look. Social media is a full-time job. It's Podcasting, <coughs> making YouTube videos, creating content is a full-time job. So, and it would be so nice if we could afford to pay an assistant to help us out with the things that are difficult for us or to pay a coach to help put us on the right track, outline some guidelines for us. Is and anyone be, a
0: web, dis- web designer out there?
1: And be sort of like a manager, you know, but someone look, to help honey, keep you on track. We, but we... Don't have the funds for those things. So we have to do other, a guys. good job <laughs> of <laughs> of holding each other accountable. What's this? Is this the saddest? <laughs> All right. This is pump up music. We have to do a good job where we can of helping each other out, holding each other accountable, showing each other the pathway to success, showing each other how we should order our lists to get tasks done, you're going to have to delete this sound because you're never going to use the fucking in a yurt sound.
0: (sighs) Look, you're not, you're right. You're right about all that. You're right. You're right. You're right. So so not everyone is in the position we're in where we're like self-actualizing and creating. A lot of people have jobs and they do what do you why do you keep looking at on your phone that's important we're in a goddamn I'm pandemic listening what's on your phone you. what, why's your i'll phone, tell you
1: what i'll, I'll tell you please. after this. something is exi- it important yeah something exciting can it the wait on my email
0: is it good for me or is it more work for me? <laughs> it it's good like, for both of us. Okay, good. Good to know. Can you turn your phone the other way so we can finish it is, the damn episode? Just
1: Why don't you just say your sentence? Nobody else was distracted by me peeking at my phone if for half I'm a second. I'm
0: distracted. Look, it's it's popped up again. Give me the fucking thing. Give me the phone. It's done. Turn it around. Turn it around.
1: It says, d Niels and the other Channing followed Hollywood Posers on Instagram. See their posts.
0: Yeah, that's spam. You're getting spam from Instagram.
1: Turn it around. I was trying to promote Hollywood Posers. Even but if you want to get mad about everything, Even if that's <laughs> your personality today, just go and get mad about everything.
0: The mention of Hollywood Posers gives me anxiety. Because <laughs> we worked so hard to build up a YouTube channel where we do commentary of people taking photos in public. And you know what happened? We had a thousand subscribers. We were ready to shoot season two in March. And then the quarantine told everybody... Don't go outside and take photos in public. So what are we supposed to do with that fucking show? I don't know. Anyway, look. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to stay focused. It's hard when you're reading Instagram on your phone. Okay, that's my point. I hear you. We we we're gonna figure this all out. We need to keep faith that we are making the best decisions for each other. You have to realize that you've got more money in the bread jar. You've got all that things, all those things going on. I'm you know clawing with my fingertips to create a position for myself in the comedy universe i don't mean that in a desperate way i mean that in an overly crazily saturated world where i'm trying to carve out my audience all the things i love to do it pretty much any ever any with any with any business in the world it all whittles down to how, how many people can you reach, what's your email list, all these things. So whether it's a podcast subscriber, a YouTube subscriber or what, trying to put butts in seats when this world gets back in order. That's what I do, we're trying to sell some soap at a show, you know what I mean? So it's all the same thing. I love to create, I love to make people laugh, I love to storytelling and I love meeting people. The podcast is a slice of that pie revenue. And when it's all gonna click, it's all gonna click at once and it's gonna be a good thing for us. It's going to be a good thing. And we just need to keep the faith. I mean, none of what I'm doing. It's not like we're like, I mean, imagine, you know, I proposed to you, Tasha, I put a ring on your finger. So my YouTube channel is yours. (laughs) I did all that. Okay. So you have to remember and remind yourself if you feel like I'm running in a different direction, I'm not one of your ex-boyfriends. I'm your fiance. Okay. So if it looks like I'm running in a direction, that's a direction of success. When I tell you, oh, babe, this video made 18 bucks on YouTube, that's exciting because while that's not a lot of money, it shows that there is a path there, you know?
1: I agree. And we've, we've said this on the podcast before that my success is your success and your success is my success. And they complement each sometimes other. Sometimes I just, you know, sometimes I, I'm going to be of the opinion that whatever it is you're working on is not the best use of our time
0: and you and, and i i understand that and then we need to know when, when what is our time versus what is time that you and i both need to do for our own thing you know i'm i'm happy to help you but i can't i can't 100% always be helping you where i won't feed my own things and i want both of our things to be successful
1: absolutely but i want you to realize that what you just said is what i've been feeling for the past six months or longer.
0: Because and here's is that the deal.
1: My things are being left to the wayside. So what and it feels really shitty. So
0: what can we do so that on a pretty pretty much weekly basis you feel like I've put in the right amount of hours to help you? I don't mean that in a way where I'm trying to punch a time clock, but help me organize it all because Yeah, I mean I work it would really be hard. really
1: smart of us to establish a content schedule it would, that would be really smart. That way we each know what each of us is doing on any given day. If Monday is film my content day and Tuesday is film your content day and Wednesday is editing day.
0: You know, I know that's, that's, that's great. And what I was thinking about too, is like, if I'm going to be the one who like, if I'm worth X amount of money as an editor for you, then you need to know, like, we both need to be like, okay, Dave's editing that the video for Tasha today. Tasha walks the dog, Tasha does the kitchen. You got to pick up the slack. And I'm not saying you don't, I'm saying we need to know, all right, if Dave's doing these things, don't let me procrastinate and and feed into the resistance that will keep me from doing those. Because let let us have the hike be the reward, but not in not
1: You're you're right. You're right. And I think that um, looking forward to accomplishing a task that maybe isn't so exciting knowing that the reward is then getting to move on to a task that you find more exciting you know it's like it's like any job there are bits of every job that are boring but you do them because you have to yeah and I, you know, I, I, I think we're onto something with uh, this is a good breakthrough, honey. Here.
0: this is a good breakthrough for us because we're articulating some deep resentments we both have. You've got a resentment that I'm not helping you enough, and I've got a resentment that, like, no, that no matter what I do, it's not enough because, like, it's because well, you and know it the, doesn't mean we're either one of us are wrong. It means let's figure it out because.
1: But you've said yourself something that like we haven't addressed you you have said that you realize that you will do things your way without asking questions about what i really want right so let's work smarter not harder right let's let's pay attention to the little details let's ask questions when something's unclear Uh, you can't be a mind reader
0: so if i need you to sit next to me when we're editing something oh strap in honey Strap in, because that's how it works. Like I, like I'm, I'm yeah, operating a professional software, and
1: I- and just like you said two <laughs> minutes ago, we need to figure out what is the best use of our time. The best use of my time is not sitting next to you, looking over your shoulder, micromanaging. The best use of my time is getting other things done but you might have while to while you get things right, done we can sit and down can, we can buy ourselves one of those little butler bells and <laughs> you can ring the bell whenever you have a question oh, whenever geez. you need me you're
0: like a slow deli I'm like I pulled the card three hours ago and I'm like waiting for you to get back to me now look if you, if you and I I mean yeah like there, there are times if I need you for vision stuff w- w- you need to understand if I'm asking for you to look at something try to respect that. Like I'm trying to help you and I'm not a mind reader. So like you might see something in a fresh set of way. And I, I want to create something that you really like. So I think we're, I think we're in the right direction there. It's, it reminds me of like, um we, we talked, we've been talking about the F1 racing, formula racing or NASCAR, right? So like you got the pit crew, right? You got someone whose only job it is, is to unscrew that nut so that someone could put a fresh tire on. We need like when I'm, when I'm editing with like chaining and he's like the pro editor, I'm, going to get him coffee I'm blowing him I'm doing whatever I can do hey man you need a refill I'm like his bitch because I'm trying to help him work as hard as he can at editing because he's better at it than I am right so like if I'm working on something for you I can't be the guy making the sandwiches that day
1: that's perfectly fine I know
0: and I'm just letting you know so when I so when we need to like and, and this is where it becomes challenging people everyone people are stuck at home people need to realize like You don't own you don't own the right to somebody just because you guys are at home. Like offices are moving to the home. You know we don't know if uh, I don't know if you're on your phone because you're on Instagram and you got or you got stuck on TikTok or if you're doing something for work. Like we we need to overly communicate with each other what we're doing in time so we don't just think the other person's not doing shit, right? So I think we're onto some good things here. I had about like ten different uh, things I was gonna read. Uh, questions i was gonna read uh, from my f- my laptop but um i might have to save this you know i was thinking i was thinking about uh since this episode was two days late that i might do a solo episode for friday i've been saying that i'm going to do that every week but i do the uh we do the private episodes for the patreon which by the way our latest patreon episode we recorded um on a road trip a Car- few a few contest. days ago yeah that was a fun time it was oh boy it was a heat wave it was 180 degrees outside and we thought we almost melted the you know, the podcast mixer. I'm glad it still works. But um, if you got the funds and you're you're all about it, go over to Patreon and check out all the content we've got on there. I mean, I I know it's funny to say we got less listeners because of the pandemic on here, but I'm telling people, we get messages all the time from people that we didn't even know were listeners. So we thank you guys for being uh, listeners. And if you, if you do, have the funds and want more content, that's a great way to support us. I mean, right now, we are up to about 20 people a month and it doesn't seem like much, but it's... Guys, it's literally paid for a lot of our studio upgrades. It's paid for this beautiful new mixer and I don't know if they can... I don't know if the audience can tell how much better the audio is, but with the same microphone, same chords, but brand new mixer, we've really... Stepped the game up a lot and when we talk about leap in the net will appear I do believe in providing us with the most professional tools helps us tell our story some of those tools involve living in a nice house like we you know you want to you know talk about baking food but we can't do that we can't really uh. Show, I mean our kitchen is serviceable at best <laughs> we're not we're not you know, winning any awards at the Marie Callender's, uh annual pie bakathon here. but um i I guess this is a good time to mention that th- this this is the first episode since both of our birthdays, and we did have a cake challenge. We sure did. Do you want to talk, do you want to summarize how the second half of that went? Because the first half we talked about my Corona cake.
1: Everyone saw, I think, on Instagram, the Corona cake I made for Dave. Which
0: was a spherical ball of gluten-free yellow cake. It was funfetti. You made it funfetti on your own.
1: Yeah, it was gluten-free vegan. uh, It was a gluten-free cake mix that I bought. I made it vegan, which just means that I used almond milk or coconut milk or milk whatever I was using and no eggs I used an egg replacer and it turned out beautifully I made it funfetti myself because Dave had requested funfetti cake and yeah I made a dome-shaped layer cake and I covered it in blue frosting and I rigged little coronas uh, out of sour punch straws and um Which, by the way... Jolly Rancher gooey things. Tasha's been enjoying every night. Oh, they're so good. Sour
0: Patch Straws. They're like Sour Patch Twizzlers. Sour Punch. Wow. Or no, they're made by Jolly Rancher, right?
1: The little little sticky ones that we had are Jolly Rancher. Yeah. But in general, I just really love sour candy.
0: Yeah, it was really good. Tasha loves a good sour candy. Now, this cake war that we created is a really good example. We're kind of doing this backwards. We created the K-Core, not really understanding what it was about other than something fun to do. But, you know, my message I've been thinking of for the last few days has been this serving others, you know, in a relationship, 100% serving you. And I think that's the beauty of this is that I gave you a blueprint of something I wanted and you made it For me. And
1: I made it happen. Yeah, it's actually a really beautiful example of how just communicating exactly what your wants, needs, and expectations are can get you the result you want. It's like around your birthday or Christmas time when your family's asking you, what do you want? And you say, I don't know. And you don't give them any ideas. Well, be prepared to get socks and underwear.
0: It's May 12th (laughs) and I want a birthday card and a Valentine's card. Where's my Valentine's card, Tasha?
1: (laughs) But the point is, if you spell it out for people exactly what you want need expect then you'll get those things and
0: look if you were busy and had work to do i wouldn't be like make me a corona cake but like obviously this was in good fun and i also gave you something to make that i thought you would do really good with i didn't create i didn't give you something to make that was uh, too ambitious Uh, which brings us (laughs) mine
1: turned out beautifully and I think Dave was pretty impressed with my cake. So I think he was determined to, um, step up and be competitive. I'm
0: like a sleeping bear. Like I don't, my competitiveness, like if we were playing wiffle ball, I wouldn't feel the need to beat you bad at wiffle ball. If I was playing Darren, I might because he he's closer to we're at a similar skill level, so like we'll want to beat each other. But like I, I don't,
1: I'm ready to admit that I'm competitive. Yeah, I I'm not crazy competitive, just like in every day. But but get me out of board game, yeah, I want to. So
0: win. You, what you asked for was the perfect ex, making this cake was the perfect example of a growth well, mindset because I didn't know.
1: Anything. Well, at first, let's talk about my directive, right? When you gave me the directive of the Corona case cake, you had f- you had drawn an entire diagram. You had really <laughs> laid out what you wanted. You drew me a diagram of the cake. You named your color palette. I basically, drew what you the, told what it looks me like. you wanted. Funfetti. You you r- really didn't provide me with a whole lot of creative freedom. Uh, You even said you preferred looks over taste. Luckily, I gave you a really good tasting cake. Just Um, like in my relationship. But you really spelled out exactly what you wanted. When I gave you a directive, because I'm easy to please, I gave you a lot of creative freedom. You
0: gave me a mood board.
1: I did. I gave you a mood board. (laughs) So I basically said that I wanted a Harry Potter themed cake. And I kind of left it up to you how you wanted to make that come to fruition. Well,
0: first off, that's way harder than a Corona cake. As is, because the coronavirus is spherical with little nubs. Harry Potter is a British wizard, <laughs>
1: okay? Yeah, but, you know, I put lots of different types of cakes, and if you saw it on my Instagram, you can see about the mood board. Maybe I'll add it to a highlight. Right. When um And we can put up uh, IGTV. We're, well, so we're going to we're gonna make thing.
0: a video on YouTube about our cake wars, where we're going to have your mood board images and the final product and uh, everything we did to get there. Yeah,
1: sounds good. Um, But... I gave you lots of different styles of cake. There was a butterbeer cake that was pretty simple. There was the Harry Potter face cake, which was what you ended up making. There was um, cakes with snitches on top. I really left the design elements up to you. And there were plenty of ways you could have done it simply. But you being competitive, you really went all out.
0: Well, I went for a design that I what like i knew even if i messed it up i could redo so a lot of the a lot of the uh, frosting and stuff i was like all right if i really mess this up i can still fix it so i, I went with a design that you know versus some of those designs like if i want to make a harry potter crest or something i'm gonna mess that up you know i just that's not gonna happen so, so you I, went
1: for simplicity i went in with design. a design
0: that i think would look the best with the least amount of skill and don't get me wrong; it took a lot of. It ended up taking way more skill than I had probably imagined. I had to create fondant, which is um, basically the thick uh, layer of frosting. It's the
1: stuff frosting. that you see on like really high-end cakes, like, wedding, like cakes. wedding cakes. It's very. It makes it look smooth. Normally, when you put on frosting, it is kind of fluffy. This yeah. is the smooth, thick layer. It's like
0: a wetsuit of icing.
1: Exactly. And you oh, need, good. Yeah. Very descriptive. But you,
0: you need to make this roll it out and do some crazy stuff. And it comes in different colors. And I think most people, I don't know, even know where the cake's posted. I don't think it's on my Instagram, the final product. But let's just say... I got annoyed by how many compliments I was getting. You know, I love a good compliment, <laughs> but once I know something's so good, I almost don't need the compliment. It's like, I get it. I have nice hair. You don't have to keep telling me. You know what I mean?
1: Everyone send Dave a message. Tell him how nice his hair is. So He'll yeah, like it.
0: But if you were like, oh, Dave, your arms are looking good. I'd be like, oh, I needed to hear that. It's been a while since they heard that nice arm. You know what I mean? So like I, this is a weird way to put it, but I, I, I became so aware of how good the cake was that I was okay. I was like, all right, no more talking about the fucking cake. Cause you were, you were getting a lot of messages from people being like, geez, Dave beat you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You did an amazing job on the cake. It looked fantastic. I am not sad at all to be beaten because I am truly a winner by having (laughs) such a beautiful cake. Not
0: to mention half of it's in the freezer right now. Come Uh, on over people. I
1: mean, it was a beautiful birthday cake and I felt really special that you put so much time and effort into making this beautiful. Game.
0: I found a website that designs uh, the font. Are you gonna cry? No. you look like you're crying. Only Harry Potter can make Tasha cry. Uh, in Chinese food, if you've listened, um, I yeah, I found a website that that had your font, and I was gonna. I'm so but that's another example of I minimized my risk because I was gonna write your name in Harry Potter font with icing and I was like, this is no way this is gonna come out good. Like it's, it was above it was a, a way above my pay grade, and I realized I would just print it out and stick it in a sign and put it like a like a foreclosure sign on a house. I <laughs> just stuck it on the top of the cake. But uh yeah, I followed directions and I figured it out and uh and it was good. But but I mean in here look, I mean not to not not to pat myself on the back here. But do you do you realize the little things I do to make you feel special? I let you help, make the last parts of the cake. I could have done that shit by myself. I let you help so you, that you no, would be involved. No, you were involved. gonna
1: skip that part. You said Harry Potter didn't need cheeks, and the cheeks were cute. But then I realized the I added let y- a lot. I helped.
0: I let you do and the final. And I wanted final.
1: a snitch, and I made a snitch.
0: I let you do the. And scarf. I let you do the scarf. Guys, guys, I built a fucking scarf out of sugar and marshmallows. <laughs> 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 I I mean, this was like legitimate, folks, okay? This was legitimate. This was a pie you would be very happy to buy at a store and impress your friends with. Yeah, you could
1: 100% charge 90 bucks for that cake. I,
0: I, and the problem is, is I would have barely made minimum wage to charge that much. But I think if you made five of those cakes at a time, you could, I mean, it's just one thing, you know, it takes a lot. But I could see myself making special cakes for people in the future because it does fit into the gifts that I that I had, like I like to give people my gift of time and like something physical. So like to show up, to show up to somebody's birthday and have like a real cake you made for them and you sl- and not to, m- we didn't even talk about when you slice into the cake.
1: Oh yeah, he Jesus made the, Christ. the I mean, layers. It's, it's just like
0: a gift that keeps it giving. It was a
1: layer cake of Gryffindor colors. Yeah, it
0: was mar- it was maroon and uh, gold layered gluten-free cake and uh, anyway, um, I'm personally sick of eating that cake because we had the same style of cake two weeks in a row uh, but uh, it's frozen and maybe uh, for 4th of July or something we'll forget and uh, find it in the back of the freezer and we'll eat it again but uh, we still have the front part of harry potter's head although i did have to cram it into a it, lo- it looks like i beheaded a cartoon because <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird it wasn't exactly a um human designed uh harry potter it was a uh, very uh, picasso like in its direction but anyway uh, yeah it, it's it's a. Uh, it was a good it was a good um Case study for us, uh, challenge for us. And I think that's, we got to, we got to punch up this episode and finish here. But I think part of what we talk about is in a relationship, having the willingness and the desire to learn from each other and be committed to growing together. And a lot of times we'll have these problems where, like, you, you know, you've got this existential crisis on your hands with where you want to take your life. And it scares me because, you know, I, I don't know if you're going to wake up one, one day and go, I want to move to Kentucky. And it's like, well, I thought we were building this, like, you know, pirate ship here. So, like, there's a lot of times when I think we've, like, we've got we to gotta really lean on that Venn diagram and go, you you know I can help is, you with your things, and I need you to know that I need your help because I, because we can This both- is why
1: we discuss this stuff, right? This is why we break it down. Yeah, was I pondering calling off the engagement two days ago yeah i was pondering it i was pondering it you were but i realized that were you really pondering it i was really pondering it why because something's gotta give and you know our initial discussion where i was trying to talk about some of the things that we talked about on this episode today I didn't really feel like it was well-received or that you even wanted to discuss any of this stuff with me. Will,
0: I'll, look, I'll, we specifically do a podcast where there's no time limit. And again, it doesn't have to be on the podcast. But I, I've never been like, you know what, babe, I'm done talking. Ever. So I don't know what that is in you that thinks I don't want to have these conversations. Uh, let's I be real. Two nights
1: ago at dinner when I brought up the things that we talked about on the podcast today how were you feeling?
0: Well, it's hard to say exactly how I was feeling, but I'm always inquisitive to how I can help you. And, and I get very, very defensive. If you look like, like, a, you know, it's, 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 it's like in a toxic way. It's like when a guy, in, say a husband and wife are fighting and he's like, you know, what, you know, it's like, um, It's like the fucking show we just watched, um, Little Fires Everywhere. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Guys, this show on Hulu is awesome. I don't want to even begin explaining it, but it seems to be a common trope. Like one person's the breadwinner. They work their ass off. They make all these sacrifices. And then the other person doesn't appreciate them. I'm not saying that's our case that like I'm the breadwinner by any means, but like I do... uh, I do a lot to like help myself and to help you, and and I think I'm like the I think I'm like the creative minister when it comes to trying to keep us motivated.
1: I have to agree with you in some ways, but I think let's let's flip it. The pandemic has really changed our dynamic financially, right? Because I'm not making any money. I'm not qualifying for any amount of money that even comes close um with unemployment and I know that it is a mental and emotional and physical burden on me to feel like I'm a slave to my jobs and my career because we need my cash flow but it's not, it's not like a, I mean it's we're a both huge burden on a woman I think or maybe just me personally to feel like the f- all of this financial weight is on my shoulders.
0: Here's here's the benefit to what you're saying. Here's the benefit to for me to be a comedian who's not single. I am well aware. We've had this talk a bunch. I'm well aware that I have to start pulling triggers in a lot of different ways. I mean, I took some big fucking rejections this week on my script. And those rejections you say are good, that,
1: but those weren't even proper rejections. Like you did one you was.
0: Have- well, I was, I was, I was rejected from the biggest, the biggest connection I've had with my script with a big time showrunner from a, from a, I I mean, I, 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 it could have been, it could have been the perfect story where like I snuck in, I private messaged this guy. Yeah. But why are you
1: putting all of your eggs in this basket? I mean, think about it when you walk into an audition and you're so desperate for this one, that's perfect for you that you've, you've made it up in your head that this is it. I mean, all of your nervous energy spills over and you shoot yourself in the foot.
0: No, my point is, is that these are, these are swings that I've taken that are getting me closer to hitting the long ball. So what I'm saying is I, I took some big swings this week, some big rejections, but I'm putting myself out there. I've written the script and I'm writing other things and I'm creating all these other things. So I'm, so I'm, I'm pulling triggers in a way that's like, it's, it might sound crazy, but, um, it's pretty coordinated, uh, in 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 all of all of the ways i can think of to gain that success as efficiently as possible and when that comes and i know it's not far away i know it's not far away we will be reaping the rewards of putting ourselves out there and having these crazy conversations where we're just wondering you know cuz i and again for the, for those people listening like i don't think some of my friends that are multi-millionaires are any more talented or less talented than I am and than you are. They put themselves out there and they hit it early on. And that's sort of the problem and the blessing with, with operating in a gig world is that we don't always have control over the yeses, but we keep putting ourselves out there. And then the cash flow that comes in when it's time cuts out a gigantic middleman cuz we're all doing the same thing. We're all working for somebody in some form or another. But what we're doing, you know, waiting for the podcast to be featured, waiting for the right person to find us, waiting for YouTube's algorithm to finally say, "Okay, this is it." Cuz I got I know we know, we both know people that in 6 month time go from 1000 to 140,000 subscribers and then and then their cash flow quadruples. Absolutely. And again, I'm brick by brick building quality videos that I like and learning and getting better at vocalizing and myself on the podcast. I, and you're getting better at,
1: I, I want to chime in that I don't have any, not that I don't have any doubt, but I do see and believe that all of this is possible, but I also am living in the present, Right. And so I'm allowed to simultaneously look at best case scenario, what can happen and be in our truth. Because our truth is, ex- is our present circumstances. It- I
0: hear it. our, our present circumstances also a product of our past. So like sometimes when you're like, fuck, you know, you get, you break up with somebody, you got to cut your hair. We've talked about this, right? Yeah. Like your hair can like hold trauma. This fucking kitchen table held trauma. We're sanding it down. I mean, it's a good metaphor, but we're sanding down and varnishing a lot of trauma and past experiences and creating in and in, in, in buffing up where we want to head in the future. You're smiling. I want the audience to know that I think you believe me. And it's about, it's about bottling that faith in a way that, it's there even on the tough days. So, content calendar, having faith that we're really getting each other's best interest, and knowing when we're creating something that we pick up each other's slack. Make me a goddamn sandwich once or another, one time or another. I made a salad. You didn't I'm want just any. kidding. It's a it's a figure of speech. Um, we have bratwurst we can eat in the in the fridge. So this is good. This is a good chat. We feel good about it. Yeah. I had all these things I was going to do and put on the podcast. I guess I'm going to just release an extra episode, or maybe I'll put them on the private Patreon. We didn't get into anything I was going to even remotely talk about on this episode. Um, we've got we we've, we've got a good community here. Uh, We've got a ton of past podcast guests that are in similar situations where they're rising up with us. And I just want want us both to appreciate what's going down. It's a weird time. And faith and action is the best thing we can keep right now. So let's keep on putting our faith in ourselves. You know, you make good money doing your modeling. What we can do when we go straight to the buyer is going to be... Is going to blow that away. You know, like we, we've talked about before where I go, what if we had a gigantic following? What would you create if I just made you make us merchandise? You know, and, and I think we were talking, you were talking about uh, maybe. um,
1: I do loungewear sets, 100%. But what loungewear was it? Sets.
0: What were you going to make? Was it like Scrunchie a scarf? Sets. Scrunchies. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, like oh, could loungewear
1: vin- sets with matching scrunchies. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> and, and that's something I think you should do now if you want to make them because now's the time to just make shit, you know, because. I really do believe that as we keep going in the direction we want to go, it's all just... It feels... It's like when someone solves a Rubik's Cube, you don't even know what the fuck they did to get there. Well, this is our Rubik's Cube. We're working on algorithms on YouTube and this, and you've seen me just shuffle the way I save words on a YouTube thumbnail, and then all of a sudden the video gets four times as many views. Unfortunately, with podcasting, it can be a little bit of a slower scenario, but we're putting ourselves out there. It's, it's, it's almost, we're almost at 400, gosh darn episodes. We've done it for a long time. I don't know. I don't know if anyone cares to hear all this, but this this episode was a case study of how you, of, of an effective way to communicate so we don't hold on to any bitterness. Let's release that bitterness and continue sanding our kitchen table.
1: Metaphorically. And physically. And physically.
0: Write <laughs> in sexactuallypodcast podcast at gmail.com. Big shout out to Kyle. Oh, you know what? This I'll I'll end it but with Kyle, you know, Kyle was one of our go-to uh Patreon members who would come to all of our mimosa shows and I, I hadn't heard from him in a, in a while. So I didn't know what was going on. So I asked him if he's even alive out there and he goes, um, he told me he's been busy with work and, um, uh, he works at a hospital, so he's been working nonstop. And he goes, but I listen to your podcast and solo episodes every week. I'm also listening, and I really think the content you've been putting out just keeps getting better and better. I've been extremely lucky to stay employed through the apocalypse, and I just keep working on myself. And the podcast has a ton of insight for that. Quarantine made being single fucking rough, though. But how's everything been with you guys? Um, oh, and he says, oh, and can I buy some more soap off, y'all? We got some soap there, Kyle. You know what? We'll hand deliver it to you. I think you're, uh, what, an hour north of us? But we got some free time. We'll go <laughs> for a drive we'll stop by a Sonics drive-thru uh, yeah we'll get you we'll get you some soap absolutely we actually just ordered um, some of the supplies that we would always used to buy at Lowe's the um, the lye which what, I always forget what the chemical term for that is what the it, the, sodium, the hydroxide sodium hydroxide it's like super that. it's super it's a super strong chemical they stop selling it like anywhere so we just ordered on Amazon and it's going to be delivered in a few weeks and we'll be making new batches of soap baby because that's what we're going to keep doing is creating and we appreciate our loyal army for sticking it out there we appreciate all of you guys um both the regular listeners and the patreon listeners and if the if the only call to action i can have you guys do today it is to go follow the the sap playlist on my youtube there's always a link in the description here. If you just go to my YouTube, you can see all of the past episodes that we have uh, in video format, including this one. And it's basically the premier place to try to grow a podcast these days. YouTube. Um, some of our old episodes, like with Jess Mulder, we had a threesome. We talked about her, uh, her, her time on Thrinder, how it led to her getting a divorce. That episode has just continued to grow legs online. Um, some, so, you know, some of these old podcast episodes we put them on YouTube and they continue to grow versus on the, on the podcast app. They kind of just fall, you know, into the abyss. So YouTube is the premier place to keep on growing. Not to mention, we make a few bucks uh, from our YouTube uh, people that watch. So if you uh, have a YouTube or don't get one, they're free and um, leave a comment over there, subscribe. And um, hopefully we can uh, keep, uh, you know, because the the more that grows, the more this grows because uh, we're trying to create more video content and all the jazz, which we've done. Leap in the Net will appear. We're getting out there. I'm rambling. She's Tasha. Anything else you need to say? Nope. That's the episode. Bye, everybody.